Welcome to Financial Practice Made Perfect, a podcast presented by Independent Financial Brokers of Canada. I'm Nancy Allen, Executive Director of IFB, and my guest today is Brian Pop, Vice President of Sales for Western Canada for Canada Protection Plan. Brian, thank you for joining us today. Can you tell us a little bit about Canada Protection Plan and its history? Well, thanks for having me, Nancy. Canada Protection Plan has been in the simplified issue, no medical industry in Canada since 1992. Out of all the no medical suppliers in Canada, we've been doing this the longest. So we are very well versed in how claims experience affect the no medical products. As such, we've been able to write our application questions in such a way that we can allow many of our clients with health risks, for example, those who may be considered as a decline, postpone, or highly rated through traditional insurance markets, to find a solution using our non-medical product without a need for any ratings, exclusions, or medical evidence. Simple process, one meeting, one application, and submit for final approval and issue of the policy. It's a great simple process. So you mentioned simplified issue, and I know that CPP is the largest distributor of this product in Canada. Can you give us a bit of background on what that is and how it came about? Well, no medical solutions means a different, a much simpler process. It means that our clients only need to complete the questions on the application with their advisors. For our non-medical products, the clients can be considered for insurance up to half a million without ever having to do any medicals, any blood work, paramed, doctor's report, or even any extra underwriting questionnaires. This really reduces the time that the client needs to dedicate to the process. They only have to have one meeting with the advisor to apply. The underwriting is based on the answers and medical information details, which really are only applicable if they've applied elsewhere, and we only see the codes relevant to the questions that we actually ask on the application. So Canada, of course, is a country with a very diverse immigrant population. Does CPP have any coverage available for those that are coming to Canada on a valid work permit? Yeah, absolutely we do. Individuals who have moved to Canada and are here on a valid work permit are eligible to be considered for up to 250000 of coverage as long as the plan they qualify for allows that much. So if they have a valid work permit and they apply indicating as such under the insured's portion of the application, no need to provide a copy of the work permit with the app. Very simple. And of course, many of those who have immigrated to Canada still have family and friends in their country of origin and like to return from time to time for visits. Are there any considerations or obstacles for those individuals when it comes to their insurance coverage? Really, we get a lot of business in this area. So to begin with, we don't ask about past travel. For future travel, as if they travel less than 12 consecutive weeks, they can go absolutely anywhere in the world and could qualify for up to half a million of Simplified Elite product with us right away. Product pays from day one, so there's no deferrals. It's really incredible. This is even if there were a travel advisory. If they will be traveling more than 12 consecutive weeks, we will still provide them with coverage up to $350,000 under our deferred elite product. The key is that it must be consecutive weeks of travel. This really sets us apart from the rest of the providers out there. 
So still thinking about foreign travel, what about Canadians who work in other countries on a short-term basis? How does CPP handle out-of-country travel for this group? Well, you know, Nancy, I live in Calgary. A number of people will go to places like Afghanistan or, or, or Iraq and work for short periods of time, and they work in the oil business. They work for a month or less in these countries, and then they return home. At CPP, we don't even ask about occupation on our application. So even if their occupation was a high-risk occupation, they could potentially be eligible for up to half a million dollars of coverage at our maximum under our super elite product. The travel less than 12-week rule really applies here as well. So that, of course, brings up the question of our armed forces, and of course, Canada is very proud of its military. The reality is that one day they may be posted to some place like Afghanistan. Does CPP provide coverage to members of the military under those circumstances? You know, they they do, and it's certainly, I guess, a matter that's near and dear to all of our hearts. We're all very proud of uh, the men and women who serve in our armed forces. The great thing is that we can help. Our soldiers, as you can imagine, are typically healthy, and they can make it to our simplified elite product because we don't even ask about occupation and that our simple elite product has no deferral, which means that even if the insured should pass away while on active duty, it would still pay out on the death benefit. There are no exceptions to what we consider a basic death benefit, such as there would be on accidental death products. And what about things, risky hobbies or sports or risky careers? So here I'm thinking like hazardous sports like rock climbing or cave exploration or private pilots. Do you have coverage options for those folks? Well, Canada Protection Plan gets a lot of business based in this particular area as well. You know, I'm now 41 years in the business, Nancy, and it seems like the traditional insurers always were really concerned about hazard activities. So really, individuals who participate really in any hazard uh, sport can go all the way to the simplified elite question of our application. This is our best non-medical plan, half a million dollars of protection. Even if death occurs related to the hazardous sports, as long as the policy is in good standing and in force and the premiums are paid, the claim pays. So things like, yeah, right, cave splunking, uh, ice climbing, scuba diving, lots of those all covered. Okay, so, so far I haven't been able to find anything that you don't cover, but what about smokers and cigar smokers? And, for example, what CPP's position on marijuana? Well, overall, I guess I want to state that Canada Protection Plan has a product for all Canadians between 18 and 75. We do not decline. Uh, we, will always, we will always issue. And the other big point I think I'd like to make is that we don't, uh, a lot of people would refer to our products while they have deferred products. That's only a small portion of what we offer. Uh, a large portion get to the simplified elite where the coverage is right away. But to answer your, your smoking inquiry, we exclude large cigar from our smoking question, which covers all of our plans except our preferred elite product. So for those who smoke a Cuban cigar several times a day or to celebrate a new baby or just during summer out in the golf course, we would consider them as non-smokers all the way and including our preferred product. Marijuana smokers, if they inhale four times or less a week, are non-smokers, and five times or more smokers, including up to our preferred product. They can have all the edible marijuana they want. We only count the smoking or inhaled 
So whether it should be through a pipe or a, a bong or whatever they would call it, that would all be considered smoking. That's all the time we have for today. My thanks to our guest, Brian Pop, Canada Protection Plan's Western VP of Sales. You can download past episodes of Financial Practice Made Perfect on the IFB website at www.ifbc.ca or never miss an episode again by subscribing on iTunes or SoundCloud. I'm Nancy Allen. Thanks for listening.